0: Hey, hey, you're listening to Pueblo's Health, a podcast by the Pueblo Department of Public Health and Environment. I'm your host, Tristan Garcia, Communications Specialist here at PDPHE. And and i am so glad you've taken some time out to learn about public health in your community, the one-stop shop for all things public health. Here is a great podcast and a wonderful time to talk holidays. Everybody's feeling holly and jolly and merry and bright. And for that, we brought in two of the best from the food safety team here at PDPHE, Kelly and Megan. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you both this morning?
1: Doing well. How are you?
0: Doing very well, Megan. How are you? Welcome to the show i'm good how are you i am doing well and glad to talk food safety when people think holidays they may not always be thinking about food safety but that's what you think about all the time is food safety talk a little bit about what the food safety team does here at the health department
1: yeah so uh, we go out into the community and we really are just checking to make sure all the food is safe that everyone's eating here in pubble county uh, we spend a lot of time doing inspections and also providing education to facilities here in Pueblo county
0: And that's restaurants, that's anywhere that's serving food, schools, that's pretty much everywhere.
1: Correct. Anywhere that has food, even uh, your local gas stations and uh, grocery stores.
0: Megan, some of the other things you do on a daily basis, just making sure people are more aware. That's one stop why you're here at the podcast.
2: Yeah, we put out information for consumer food safety, for food safety at home. Um, We have some information on the website about just all kinds of different food safety topics.
0: And the website is The Dish Pueblo. That is like the easiest website to navigate for all things food safety in town, right? How easy is that for folks?
2: It should be pretty easy. Um, Everything's pretty clearly laid out on there. There's all kinds of fact sheets, things like that available.
0: Now, the reason we have both of you on today for the podcast is it's just about time for Thanksgiving. It's just about time for Christmas, for every holiday in between. And a lot of what families do for the holidays is make a ton of food. And you're here to make sure that that food is safe. Uh, What are some easy reminders? Talking about food safety, like general food prep, washing hands, probably step number one, Kelly?
1: Yeah, um, you want to wash your hands anytime you're really changing tasks or anything. If you leave your kitchen, if you're using the restroom... If you happen to cough or sneeze or switch any type of food that you're touching if you're going from raw foods to ready to eat foods anytime you're switching a task like that you should wash your hands um there's never a wrong time to wash your hands washing hands um all the time is better than not washing hands at all
0: Um, An easy thing to get confused, letting your dog lick your hands between, that's not actually washing your hands.
1: No, not at all. And also sanitizer does not replace hand washing. So we want to always wash our hands. And if you want to still use sanitizer, that's fine. But we want to do a good hand wash before we use sanitizer.
0: Double it up on safety, making sure the food you touch before you cook it is healthy and safe. But Megan, cooking that food to the right temperatures and storing it is almost as important, if not more important.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there's the little red indicator stick on turkeys, but it doesn't always give you the best temperature or tell you exactly when it's done. So the best way to go about that is to use an actual food thermometer and make sure your turkey gets all the way up to 165 degrees. Um, there's three different places on the turkey that you want to check the thickest part of the turkey breast, the innermost part of the wing and the innermost part of the thigh.
0: I'm a big time turkey fiend and I have never measured the temperature of my turkey 165 throughout the entire bird. That's to make sure you don't get sick. Uh, What about some other foods? I know people think like throw it all in or they cook all day. I have never cooked an entire Thanksgiving meal, but what's the best way to kind of sparse that all out? So make sure everything gets up to the right temperature.
2: Um, If you're making anything in advance or like the day ahead, Um, And then you're going to be reheating it on Thanksgiving Day. Make sure you also reheat that to 165 degrees before you put it out on the table. Um, Maybe your family doesn't do turkey. Maybe you use some kind of beef or pork. Um, That doesn't have to be cooked as high. It just needs to be cooked to 145 degrees. Or if you're doing any kind of ground meat like meatloaf or something like that. Make sure it gets cooked to 155 degrees.
0: Now, this is a little spoiler because we recorded some videos a couple weeks back that we'll be dropping on the health department's social media pages, so keep an eye out for those. But one of them that I had no idea about... Kelly, I'll ask you, stuffing a turkey is like no-no number one, and a lot of people do it, but they don't know.
1: Yeah, so you can totally stuff your turkey. Um, However, it's best if you take the stuffing out of the turkey at some point. The juices from the turkey can get into the stuffing, and they might not cook out all of the way, so you're right. I mean, my mom does that. She still does that. She's always done it, and um, no one's ever gotten sick, but it is a true fact that you can, in fact, get um, some of those juices into your stuffing that might not cook out, so it is good even if you start it in the turkey to take it out and just make sure that everything's getting right up to the proper temp. You can always take it out of your turkey and put it in another pan or dish and just kind of place it back in the oven and make sure that it's at proper temperatures.
0: Another one I don't think a lot of people think about, I included, is right after you get done eating the first time, because nobody eats just once on Thanksgiving, you go sit down, you do whatever you do, you play some cards, you make a puzzle, you watch some football, you go right back into the kitchen three hours later, that same turkey, that same stuffing, mashed potatoes are still sitting out. That's no-no number two. Uh, Can either of you talk about how important it is to make sure you get your food away and keep it stored safely?
2: Yeah, um, you should not leave it out all day long. Um, I know my family has done that in the past, but it's not a good idea. Um, You run the risk of getting food poisoning while that bacteria grows in that food. Um, The recommendation that we have is to put everything away within two hours of serving. um, And then it'll be safe to eat from the fridge for three to four days. So stick it in the fridge. And then after that, you can always pull it out and reheat more if you want more.
0: Now, what if you make, like my family, enough food for an army and you're not going to eat that all within three to four days? Is freezing Thanksgiving leftovers okay? And if so, what's the best practice there?
1: Yeah, so you can definitely freeze foods. You want to just... um separate it into something smaller, probably you probably want to portion it out. And then you can place it into like freezer safe bags or some sort of freezer safe containers. Um, You just want to label that and know um, when you've made it so that you know how many days you can safely eat it after you take it out of the freezer and thaw it. Um, And I would still go around that same recommended time three to four days. So if you cook it all on Thanksgiving, um, you can easily mark that or you may remember it. And then when you defrost it, um, just give yourself that three or four days after defrosting to eat it and you should be good to go.
0: But once it's frozen it's safe i could have a new year's eve cranberry turkey sandwich if i wanted to
1: that's correct um freezing does kind of stop time it essentially freezes time pun intended so you can uh return to the regular time once you defrost after freezing
0: uh i'm gonna clear the record here i hate cranberries so i would never have a cranberry turkey sandwich but if i wanted to on new year's eve i'll make sure to freeze that food uh, some other important things that people need to remember as well Everyone's getting a little bit sick right now. Kids are back in school, passing all of these sicknesses to each other, and then they bring that home to family. If you've got people that are sick this holiday season, your best advice is just to stay out of the kitchen.
1: Correct. Um, Anytime you're feeling under the weather, you really should not be the person in the kitchen preparing food. You don't want your family to get sick as well. Um, If you're feeling under the weather, just delegate that to someone else or reach out into the community and get some takeout. Um, You definitely don't want to take the chance of cooking sick and making other folks sick.
0: That is something that I think people may not worry about or not think about too much. You think even if you're sick, you throw everything in the oven and it cooks it all off. That's not the case. Germs are a little bit different when they're not actually in the meats. Uh, That's pretty gross, too. Like, you ever had somebody sneeze on the turkey right before you cook it? It's like a scene out of... A Christmas vacation. I don't know. Not a huge fan of cooking, but also not a huge fan of getting sick. And that's why I'm so glad both of you came on today. Uh, what about some other tips when people are looking to like keep things safe for their family or even just spreading the word about food safety? What are some resources available? How can folks find out more about how to stay safe this holiday?
2: Um, there's tons of resources out. Uh, FoodSafety.gov has tons of information about holiday food safety and keeping your family safe. Um, As far as us, we have just little tips here and there. Um, One of them, we recommend keeping the fridge between 37 and 38 degrees, just to make sure everything stays below that 41 degree temperature that it needs to stay safe. Um, That's the temperature I keep my fridge at at home. And I think most of us here at the health department do. So that's our big recommendation is to make sure everything stays cold the way it's supposed to.
1: Yeah. Um... Another one would be overloading your fridge. So a lot of folks don't think about that, but if you don't have an extra freezer or fridge and you have all of this company coming into town and you just have a lot of excess food that you normally wouldn't have during the holiday season, really overcrowding your fridge is gonna make your equipment work harder. It's also gonna keep it Um, harder for your fridge to keep those ideal temperatures at 37 38 and keeping the food around 41 degrees so you just want to make sure not to overload the fridge and kind of plan out um, what you're purchasing or maybe have a backup method or backup fridge or freezer for that if you're going to be doing that around the holidays a lot
0: I already brought up this spoiler a little bit earlier in the show, but both of you had a great time. And I think people are going to really enjoy some videos that are going to be rolling out pretty soon from the health department. Uh, This is just a little bit of a a more fun take on some food safety tips. The the entire team came together and really filmed all of these to give the community a chance and a a more comedic relief effort. Uh, Those videos, you think they're going to be helpful? People are going to watch them, share them. What's your advice there?
2: I think they'll be helpful. And easy to understand for everybody. Um, when we were doing them, you know, there's things that my mom does or my grandma has always done that isn't the right way to do things. And so I might even be forwarding those videos to them to watch and review before I come out there.
0: And after watching both of your videos, I gotta say, if food safety doesn't work out, acting maybe in the future of either of you. But how lucky are we to have had you on the podcast today? And how lucky is Pueblo to have you protecting their food? Megan and Kelly, thank you both so much for taking some time out of your schedule to join us on Pueblo's Health.
1: Thank you. We enjoyed coming
0: on. So glad to talk with both of you and so glad you've taken the time out to learn about public health in your community. Pueblo's Health, the podcast by the Pueblo Department of Public Health and Environment, your one-stop shop for all things public health in Pueblo. I'm Tristan. I thank you so much and hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.